0: Now, the first couple of Texas radio. Here's Bill and Allison Mencaro. Welcome. <laughs> Indeed. Welcome. Welcome.
1: Welcome at 806 on the Hill Country Patriot, your information station. My name is Bill. My name is Allison. Our last name is
0: Mencaro. We have the same last name. We do. How so That's because we're married. Oh, well, is that the reason? Yeah. Oh, okay. But we don't, gotta, we, we don't use it every week because people have trouble pronouncing it and spelling it so well that's so true. we just
1: go by
0: bill and allison we are bill
1: and allison we are sometimes wrong
0: but we're always right always
1: right absolutely fighting a never-ending battle for truth justice and the american way the american way we are never pc that is politically correct we are proudly Politically <laughs> incorrect, Incorrect. politically incorrect, but most importantly, we strive to be BC biblically correct. I'm a native Texan, and Allison, you are?
0: I'm a Native American. You
1: are a Native American, and not only uh, were you born in America, I was born in Texas, but uh, you uh, are a Chickasaw, part Chickasaw. Mm-hmm. Which part? I would never ask you that. I
0: don't know. Okay. I don't know which part.
1: That's your mother's side, anyway. But we do have a trigger warning. Allison and I identify as non binary We are non binary And my preferred pronoun is Brandon, and yours is what, Allison? I don't know. I thought you had picked one out. You used to be you used to like corn pop. Of course, oh, you can change your that, pronouns that, every
0: day. Everybody <laughs> well, knows that's that. True. Right? That was true. And corn pop was your idea.
1: It was. I like corn pop. Hmm. So corn pop was the, uh, was the bad dude. That Joe Biden said that he tangled with when he was a young guy. Nobody's been able to find that guy, corn Pop. We're not really sure what the story is, but you got to believe he, if he's the president. He would not lie to us. We always like to begin our program with a verse, and today it is Second uh, Chronicles, chapters from chapter seven, and uh, a very, very important verse. It's a promise from God, but it has a condition.
0: Are are you saying some verses in the Bible are are
1: better than (laughs) others?
0: Is that what you just said? (laughs) Well,
1: there is a verse, okay, there's a verse in Acts uh, where Jesus says to the disciples, after he's resurrected, he says, do you have anything to eat? And, you know, I don't know that I would put that up there with... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Something with great uh, significance, other than other than this showing in his resurrected body, he did eat food. Uh, but uh, I, I uh, when we were planting a church, uh, I talked to the pastor. Pla- planting, planting a church. Okay, so, you, I, you might
0: explain that because there might be people who don't understand oh, that term. Well, it's
1: church planting it means you go to a, go to a town that doesn't have a church or doesn't have the church that you're affiliated with, and a lot of people would like that, so uh, you plant it or start it. Anyway, when we were starting a church, mm-hmm. uh, I talked to the pastor. Yeah, pl- and, a
0: plant always struck me as as a weird term. Well, that's
1: that's you know that's what I said. Uh, <laughs> and I talked to the pastor, and he said, "Well, we have to come up. Every church has this little slogan that that identifies it." And I said, "Well, you know, given the fact that." uh we were always having fellowship dinners and fellowship luncheons <laughs> that's because and we're fellowship this and that's fellowship because that. We're pres- I, I that's said, because we're Presbyterians. I said, I said, fellowship this and fellowship that. I said, uh, how about that verse when Jesus said, do you have anything to eat, would be our slogan for our church. But he uh, he dumped that. Anyway, getting back to the Bible, back to the Bible, Second Chronicles chapter 7, if my people which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Okay, notice that there is a promise. I will hear from heaven, I will forgive their sin, and I will heal their land. But there is a condition. We have to do something. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then, and if they don't, we don't get the promise. That's what I believe. Well, Allison, you've got—I uh, know—some uh, rather sad news uh, today.
0: Yeah, we, we we lost a we lost a um, music legend this week, Tina yeah, we Turner, we dead. Did. 83. her career started in the 50s and even as music transitioned she remained hugely popular and here is Tina Turner
1: Tina Turner one of her most famous songs that'll that'll wake you up if you haven't been already uh, <laughs> on a Saturday morning won't it won't it but now we're gonna bring uh, bring things down a little bit there it goes Tina Turner Tina Turner well Memorial Day is Monday as you well know. Memorial Day was an invention of Southern womanhood after the Civil War, or known then uh, in the South as the War for Southern Independence. Or as we call it, the Civil War.
0: <laughs> the War of Northern Aggression.
1: It was an invention of Southern womanhood after the War for Southern Independence. In May of 1865, the ladies in Columbus, Mississippi got together to decorate graves of soldiers, both Union and Confederate and the custom lasted and spread from there. Columbus was a small town of about 6,000 people during the Civil War. Being near a rail line, Columbus received many, mainly Confederate casualties of war, including those from the Battle of Shiloh in April of 1862 in nearby southwestern Tennessee. During the two days of that battle, a total of almost 3,500 soldiers were killed on both sides, and over 16,000 were wounded. Columbus's share of the casualties led to its becoming well-known as a hospital town. By the war's end, some 2,500 Confederate soldiers are thought to have been buried in the Friendship Cemetery in Columbus, along with 32 Union soldiers as well. A year after the war's end in April 1886, four women of Columbus gathered together to decorate the graves of the Confederate soldiers. They also felt moved to honor the Union soldiers buried there and to note the grief of their families, by decorating their graves as well. The story of their gesture of humanity and reconciliation is now told and retold in Mississippi as being the occasion of the original Memorial Day.
0: And and that's why you see a lot of uh, flowers being put on graves this weekend. Even today. Mm-hmm. Even, even today. today.
1: For fallen, fallen soldiers, and that's where the tradition came from. Well, tomorrow also is the... 52nd anniversary of the death of Audie Murphy, which is interestingly enough uh, occurred on um, Memorial Day, the uh, traditional Memorial Day. He lost his life in a small plane crash near Roanoke, Virginia, at age just 45.
0: Wow, I didn't realize he was so young.
1: He was the most decorated soldier in U.S. history, despite being only five foot five and 112 pounds. I could go on and on about his accomplishments, but we're going to focus on the one that got him the highest honor. The U.S. can bestow the Congressional Medal of Honor. So it was World War II, 1945, in Holes, Germany, where Murphy has moved up the ranks and is actually a commander by this point. While his men are waiting on the road, suddenly six German tanks and 250 German soldiers appeared and attacked them. Murphy quickly ordered his men back into defensive positions, but he himself did not go. In the chaos of the German attack, Murphy, reacting quickly, jumped onto a burning tank and took a hold of the machine gun where he single-handedly held off all 250 German soldiers, killing over 50 of them, the whole while he was on the phone calling for artillery strikes. And at one point the artillery officer asked him how close the Germans were, to which Audie, Audie Murphy responded, well, hold the phone, and I'll let you talk to the bastards. <laughs> he then led the counterattack. And after the war, he became a famous movie actor, starring in over 40 films, including his life story, a film called To Hell and
0: Back. But, uh, okay, another thing about Memorial Day. Bud Light is essentially giving beer away <laughs> amid the boycott. Um, there, uh, uh, You can essentially get a 15-pack for if you a 15 pack 15 pack i didn't know there was a 15 pack. <laughs> i'll judge you how little beer we buy we,
1: <laughs> we, we well, i've heard of an 18 pack which is three six packs i know i know okay. I'd,
0: I'd never heard of a 15 pack either but uh, apparently what they're doing is uh, is uh, giving away uh uh coupons for 15 dollars and depending you know where, where you buy your beer um you could you know, buy your beer apparently for as little as twelve ninety nine, which means your beer is free. <laughs>
1: right, twelve ninety nine. So three plus they give you two dollars. Uh huh. So we've got. So basically, they're they're paying people to drink their stupid beer.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. You know, so they. I mean, they, I, I they mean, have to I be wouldn't. bribed.
1: They have to be bribed to get to to sell Bud Light. Well, part of that too is that a lot of it is going to expire. Uh, a lot of this beer is going to
0: expire. Oh, right? that's right. That's right. So so um, um, what uh, Bud is doing is um, is buying the beer back from uh, distributors. Because it's... Uh, yeah, it, they're going to have to tr- because throw it's it gonna, away. Uh, yeah, because it's expiring. Okay.
1: Plus, we have a whole lot more. We, we brought enough material between Allison and myself... To cover about six hours at least, maybe, <laughs> more, probably more than that. Uh, but uh, we only uh, have two uh, hours to cover.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a lot to, to do. Texas, our Texas, all hail the mighty state. Texas, oh Texas, you're wonderful and great. Boldest and grandest, withstanding every test. Oh, empire wide and glorious supremely blessed Texas, oh Texas your freeborn single star sends out its radiance to nations near and far emblem of freedom it sets our hearts aglow with thoughts of San Jacinto and glorious Alamo God bless you Texas and keep you brave and strong that you may grow in power and the ages long God bless you Texas and keep you brave and strong that you may grow in power and work throughout the ages long
0: Well, and what somebody told me, I'm I'm the engineer on our show, mm-hmm. and before I became an engineer, <laughs> I knew nothing about being an engineer. Yeah, you should get free train tickets for being an engineer. <laughs> I, well, my and my father was an engineer. That's true. He was too. But uh, and anyway, what what the engineers on this show, um, who who do other other shows on on our, our station, said to me, don't worry about it it ain't brain surgery if you brain, screw up. brain so you said brain brain surgery if you screw up nobody's gonna die <laughs> no, that's true that's true hey okay okay i have some good news well i'm pleased to hear that <laughs>
1: i've been looking for some since about uh, eight o'clock this morning
0: um bill's all ready to to run out and uh, get our, one of our cars inspected that's the nice thing about being married, ladies, if 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 you're not already, um, husbands do the car inspections, and they and they they do all the stuff relating to the cars. Mm-hmm. Sure, we try. I mean, back, and back, then, we, well, then we
1: then we then we have to call a mechanic to fix our repairs.
0: <laughs> 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 and back when I was single, I had to do all that stuff for myself. But fortunately, I'm married, so I have somebody to do it. But anyway, so so Bill was was planning to go out and get an inspection. However. Texas is set to dissolve uh, some um, vehicle safety inspections uh, very soon. Uh, a- annual vehicle inspections will be a thing of the past for mm. non-commercial vehicles in Texas.
1: Well, you know, a lot of states have gotten rid of the inspections, saying I didn't they, they know don't. That. They don't do. Yeah, they don't do any good. Virginia got rid of theirs years ago. I didn't ago. know that. Yeah, they well, don't
0: do. Yeah, don't do I, thought, I thought they were stupid. Yeah, they, and, yeah and and I, I I remember, you know, ha- having you know my car inspected. Again, <laughs> back when I was single, and they would say, "Oh, you have a fly speck on your on your you know rearview mirror." Or just What's something. a flashback? A fly speck. Oh, oh, oh! I mean, just really stupid stuff that yeah. you know didn't affect my driving at all. Yeah. But anyway, on Sun this past Sunday, uh, the Texas Senate passed um, a bill um, that uh, is being sent to our Governor Greg Abbott and it just is waiting for his signature, and hmm. then we will be rid of uh, so
1: I safety inspections. Even though, uh, I even though I have to admit the sticker expired last month, <laughs> I shouldn't go get it inspected? Nah, no, nah, don't, don't, don't bother. <laughs> nah. <laughs> We're going to leave the studio, and there's going to be a cop up there waiting. Really? For, waiting for us to just drive away. <laughs> oh, my.
0: Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison. We certainly are. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate well, you're welcome. it. welcome. Oh, we're talking to <laughs> the audience. Okay. I am.
1: Luke Hilgeman is our guest today. He's executive director of the International Order of T. Roosevelt. And uh, that is an organization that protects the environment. And their slogan is, Protect today's precious resources for tomorrow's generation to enjoy, is their motto. So... Luke, welcome to the Bill and Allison Show. We appreciate your uh, coming on today. Well, thanks so much for having me on, Bill.
3: It's great to be with you.
1: I understand the Biden administration is uh, proposing some rather restrictive regulations that are going to affect hunting and fishing. Could you explain those, please?
3: Yeah, so the Biden administration, in their infinite wisdom, has come out now with guidelines that we expect to be something that's probably going to be a, a mandated federal rule that will eliminate the use of um, copper-based bullets on all um, lands that are federally managed so you're looking at a huge um, shift in the the ammunition and actually fishing hooks that are being used by a majority of the folks that take to the wild lands of america the federal lands that are tax dollars and largely uh, the dollars that sportsmen women who purchase licenses um, and buy and participate in these sports have paid for and we think it's a terrible policy that's totally misguided. It's not based in science. Um, and they're, they're trying to, again, pass these um, this, this new provision. And we think it's going to put up, um, you know, no hunting signs on potentially millions of acres of federally, federally uh, funded lands.
1: What's their rationale for this?
3: So this is a part of the, the radical environmental animal extremists who are out there every day, groups like Humane Society, United States, PETA. Animal Defense Fund and and the the, the groups uh, that actually brought this to forward to eliminate um, these these types of, of bullets from being used and hooks from being used because in their estimation um, it's this type of lead that's you know killing uh, wild game birds and and other species and again not based in science it's just another one of these tactics that's being used to try and kick us out of the woods.
1: Well, your organization, International Order of T. Roosevelt, is one of the first to expose this regulation. Has this been enacted, or is it, is it simply
3: proposed at this point? So this is it's a proposal, but this is a coming out of a court case that was brought by a number of anti-hunting groups. And we anticipate that by the end of summer, the Biden administration is going to take this action. Um, they've let out some of the early preliminary find, uh, findings or justifications and we believe that's the path they're headed which is to ban these types of bullets and hooks from being used on these lands and uh, we just think it's a terrible policy that's going to again set up a a ridiculous barrier to the outdoors for um, you know hundreds of thousands if not millions of people who like to hunt and fish on our federal lands.
1: Well how is your organization the International Order of T. Roosevelt uh, approaching this and and what are you doing to fight it?
3: Well we're we're taking as much uh, action as we can. Um, unfortunately, it looks like it's probably something that's going to come down from the courts, and then we'll have to either fight it in the courts, file a potential lawsuit or counter counterclaim against this action. Um, and we're willing to go that far as well, because we believe, again, that these are federally managed lands that should be open uh, for these types of pursuits, have been for a number of generations. And we just don't believe the science that these people are pushing, that it's these bullets and hooks that are causing um, the death of eagles and other types of migratory birds here in, in the country. So we are looking at potential legal action, but then we're also looking at legislative action as well, working with uh, the Congressional Sportsman's Foundation and a number of other groups in D.C. to try and um, block this from taking hold once this ruling comes out.
1: Well, how can people help in your fight?
3: Well, go to our website at t rooseveltorg You'll find our action page there. And uh, make sure while you're there, take a look at what we're doing across the country as well, because we're also fighting to pass constitutionally protected rights to hunt and fish in states that don't currently have them. And I'm glad to say that to your audience in Texas, you guys are smart and on, on the cutting edge on this stuff. And you guys have had it down there since the early 2000s. But we were successful in passing it in Florida just a few weeks ago. Um, and it'll be on the ballot in Florida in 2024. We anticipate the same type of uh, protections being passed in Ohio, South Dakota, and Iowa, um, and, and hopefully moving forward that we can protect these traditions so that we can pass them on to the next generation okay. to enjoy like we all have. Great,
1: well, congratulations on that fight, and uh, I hope people will get involved by going to t rooseveltorg the website T as in Theodore. Uh, with, and then a dash, and then roosevelt.org. Luke Hilgeman, Executive Director of the International Order of T. Roosevelt, thanks for your time today, Luke. Best wishes and godspeed in everything your organization is doing.
3: Well, thank you so much, Bill. It's great to be with you.
0: What, what, was he on our on our trip? Uh, he we, was, what, no, he was what, not
1: on our But I did tell him about our trip.
0: We, we went on a, uh, uh, on a trip with the Theodore Roosevelt Association to mm-hmm. uh, Cuba.
1: But uh, that was fascinating to see San Juan Hill. Learn mm-hmm. all about Teddy Roosevelt. We and walked up San Juan Hill. We did, and we didn't charge. We just walked. <laughs> but uh, you yeah, know, it was, uh, and it was led by Tweed Roosevelt, mm-hmm. who is his great great grand nephew or something like mm-hmm. that. And uh, so that was a lo- that was uh, very cool, actually, very cool. Uh, well, there's a new report co- that has come out uh, this week, uh, foreign intelligence surveillance court filing. Uh, indicated uh, the FBI has violated the public trust. Oh, that's a big surprise. Violated the public trust through improper surveillance. Surveillance on of ordinary citizens, primarily conservatives. Not all conservatives, but primarily conservatives. Uh, uh, and... Uh, Okay, you know, you say, okay, well, all right, they can make a mistake. And, they, you know, they don't realize that they're surveilling people, that uh, they, they don't have a court order to surveil or, uh, you know, permission from the attorney general to surveil or what else, although he's, you know, in bed with Biden. So, uh, well, you might say that, but the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court filing... Said they found improper, is the, illegal. Is that the FISA court? Uh, yes, it is. We have been in the, the building. Court.
0: We have been in the building we, where the FISA court we is. We
1: probably know someone, a judge on the FISA court, but he can't tell us that he is because they are secret. Oh, I didn't know he was yeah. on the. I, I didn't well, say no. he was. He, well,
0: he has an office in that building. Yeah. Well, that's okay. for a different no, we don't talk about that <laughs>
1: anymore. <laughs> okay. uh, but there was a FISA court, Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. You know, you might think, okay, well, you know, the FBI screwed up a couple of times. Uh, no. It wasn't a couple of times that they illegally surveilled surveillance, uh, private citizens, mostly conservatives, Republicans. Uh, it wasn't a couple of times. Uh, guess how many times it was, Alison? You don't even know this story, I don't no, think. No, I don't. Oh, okay. It It was. It was. Uh, do you think it was more than 100 times? Yeah. Okay. Could it possibly be more than 500 times yes. that they illegally yes. surveilled surveillance? Yep. American citizens. Yep, I totally believe it. Well, what would you what would you guess is the number that the FISA court found?
0: Number number of people?
1: Number of times? All I have is the number of times, probably number of people. Uh, let's call it the number of people uh that they illegally wiretapped, you know, listened to their phone conversations, which they can easily do. Um, you know, social media whatever it is. How many times do you think? How many people do you think they did that to? the FBI. I, illegally. I, I probably can't illegally. count. I
0: can't count that high.
1: No, you, you can't. 278,000 uh, times. Oh, okay. okay. 278,000 times. I'm, more I, than a quarter of a million people that does not, or incidents.
0: That does not surprise me.
1: The FBI illegally did it.
0: That does not surprise me at all.
1: And you know how the FBI responded to this? They promised to do better. Jeez. Uh, This is from the FBI. Quote, the errors described in the FISA court are completely unacceptable. Errors. Wow. They made 278,000 errors when they illegally wiretapped and surveilled private citizens. Wow. Those aren't errors. They're deliberate. They're deliberate violations of the law. An error is when you say 2 plus 2 is (laughs) 5. That's an error. (laughs) <laughs> but when you do something 278,000 times, those aren't errors. Yeah, exactly. Those are deliberate, breaking, violating the law. Well, we will, quote, make sure, sh- this is for FBI, we will make sure these errors do not happen again. No, when you break the law two hundred seventy-eight thousand times, it's deliberate. But no, no heads will roll. Nobody be in trouble. Mm-mm. Just like the whole Hillary Clinton, you know, uh, bleaching the emails. Nobody got punished for that. Uh, just like Lois Lerner, at the, if you remember her, F, uh, I IRS. I do. Uh, deliberately targeting conservative organizations, going after them, and she, she was it was proven she did it. She was in charge of the non-profit wing of the of the IRS. She's lying on a beach somewhere. She retired, got a huge pension. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever gets punished yeah, for these things. Several hundred
0: thousand dollars a year.
1: Unless, yeah, unless they're conservatives, and then they get punished for, for doing, doing things that they shouldn't have done. But no, the FBI basically said, we're sorry we got caught. We're sorry we got caught. 200, again, not 278, 278,000 times the mm-hmm. FBI broke the law, mm-hmm. and they're sorry. And all oh, these are errors, and it's completely unacceptable. And we'll make sure these errors—twice they say in two sentences—these errors will not happen again. But will anybody get punished for it? <laughs> 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 Okay, that's uh, that's what we're talking about. And
0: what, what's coming up next hour?
1: Uh, we have a little uh, audio clip of Mr. Wonderful, <laughs> Kevin O'Leary.
0: From, from my favorite TV show. From
1: Shark Tank. And you wonder... What does he think of this Bud Light marketing uh, deal? Does he think that's a good idea? Was it a smart thing to do? He's got he's got his take on it that only Mister Wonderful has. Uh, so that that's going to be coming up after the news. We've got uh, oh we've got as I said early in the show we have tons and tons and tons of uh, stuff to talk about with you today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about climate change. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, gender transition. We're going to talk about how Fox News is woke. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. coming up after the. Did you know Fox News is now woke? Well, they fired Tucker. They fired Tucker, but I'm not talking about firing Tucker. I'm talking about stuff long before that. Corporately, they are woke, and we're going to tell you exactly what that's all about. That's coming up on the Bill and Allison show right after the, our news break, so don't you dare miss it. <laughs>
0: Welcome back. We're Bill and Allison. And we're sometimes wrong. But we're always right. We're always right. <laughs> Fighting another
1: ending battle for truth, justice.
0: And the American way. Yeah. And we're never PC. <laughs>
1: we are proudly PI.
0: Politically incorrect. Politically
1: incorrect. Most importantly, we strive to be biblically correct. And I'm a native Texan, Allison, you are a native American. A native American
0: you really are on two um, fronts, Chickasaw. Chickasaw. Chickasaw Indian.
1: We do have a trigger warning though, Allison and I identify as non-binary. Non-binary.
0: Well, we we lost a great music legend this week. Tina Turner died at the age of 83. I mean the way she moved, hard to believe she was that old. Um I've never seen anybody as energetic as she was. Her career started in the 50s, and even as music transitioned greatly, she remained hugely popular.
2: I seem to you that I'm acting confused when you're close to me. If I chant to look dazed, I read it someplace I've got cause to be. There's a name for it, there's a phrase that is. But whatever the reason you do it for
0: That was Tina Turner.
1: The late, great Tina Turner, the queen of rock and roll. Mm-hmm. We thought we'd, you'd enjoy. That's probably her most famous song. We mm-hmm. played Proud Mary earlier, mm-hmm. to, just to wake you up at 8 <laughs> o'clock on a Saturday morning. We're Bill and Allison, and we
0: appreciate you being with us at,
1: this morning. Did you know,
0: you probably did not know this, earlier this week was Brother's Day. Brother's Day?
1: Mm-hmm. No. We've I had
0: Mother's Day. Yeah. I hope people can Father's he- day. hear no, me.
1: Father's Day, Mother's Day. Uh-huh. I see. didn't know there was a Brother's Day.
0: I didn't. I didn't know. Let's see. I guess Father's Day is what coming up in June. Yeah. Okay. June.
1: We, just looked at it. I believe it's mid, June mid-seventeen, mid, mid 18, yeah. something like that. Yeah.
0: So it was M- Mother's Day was that last week? The other day. Yeah. I think it was, recently. I think so, well, anyway, yeah. Brother's Day was earlier this week. Yeah. And I'm going to give you some names of brothers, and you tell me their last name.
1: <laughs> okay. Are these people I've ever heard of? Yes, you should. Oh, okay. You sh- well,
0: you should have. Oh, okay. If oh. you're sentient, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> what Would you call me? <laughs> okay, Owen and Luke. Um.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh. The actors. Y- you can see uh, them. I can see them, uh, but I can't think of their Owen. Uh. Owen, Owen and Luke. Uh, I.
0: I know. Th- I know. Wilson. Very good. Thank you. Ooh, I'm impressed. Okay. How about Wil- Wilhelm and Jacob?
1: Wilhelm and Jacob. Well, obviously German. Uh, Kaiser Wilhelm and his brother Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> his brother Muhammad. <laughs> no, no, no. Did, ever- <coughs> <coughs> <Excuse me. laughs> Did I ever tell you that uh, my uh, mechanic mechanic is uh, Bubba Muhammad? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that? Yeah, he came here from uh, a foreign country. Do we have? Uh, I think uh, we have the eighth Air Force flying over <laughs> yeah, right yes, now. Yes, we do. Yes, yeah, so right, right
0: right, right, right outside our door. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, they're the, okay. This, is,
1: this has been quite a show, I gotta say.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, I know.
1: quite a show. I
0: know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, so Wilhelm and Jacob. Yeah. They're the brothers Grimm. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know there were
1: Brothers Grimm. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay I mean, I've heard of Brothers Grimm. Now,
0: this one I bet you will get. Oh. Jackie, Tito, Jermaine, Marlon and Michael Jackson, of course. Of course, of course. And I met them. Oh, that's right.
1: You met you when you worked for the Vice President.
0: I met them and at that time, um Michael was a young oh. black boy. As opposed to an older white man, which he became <laughs> <laughs> exactly, as as opposed as opposed to a pretend white guy who yeah. with a lot of plastic surgery. Yeah. But yes, I I I met all of them. They they stopped by. I was working in the office of the vice president,
4: mm-hmm. uh,
0: and they stopped by hoping to see him. Um, and it, it was them and uh, their uh, tutor and their father. Wow. Yeah. How about that? Where was mom? I don't know. Oh, okay. Like, if she was home cooking. cooking. I don't know. Okay. I don't right. know. Anyway, you got more brothers? No, that's it. Well, actually, I do, but y- you would never have heard of them, so I'm not going to. Oh, thank you very much. So I'm, Man, not gonna. I'm so stupid. I would never hear of them. Okay, yeah. Liam and Noel.
1: Um uh, one of my favorite actors is Liam Neeson could that be it uh uh-uh. uh
0: oh. no okay no you, i'd never heard of him so no. oh, and, anyway we were talking about Bud Light earlier and wh- i think we forgot to mention is that um sales of um, Budweiser have dropped more than 15 billion dollars mm-hmm. since april 1
1: almost they're they're cut actually they cut uh, by by for the week ending on may 13 uh, they collapsed by almost a third mm-hmm. compared to the same period last year. This mm-hmm. is the sixth week in a row sales have gotten worse, which is very unusual. Usually these things blow over, you know, that's within good, a week or two. That's a good point. Oh yeah, no, this is this is disaster. Oh yeah, absolutely for sure. disaster. For sure. Um, I mean,
0: it's not like there's that, not other beer out there.
1: Well, it, the uh, Anheuser Busch sold less than three cases last week for every four it sold last year. Well, that's huge yeah. that's huge and they and anheuser-busch not only it's bud light being affected but other brands uh, that anheuser-busch mm-hmm. uh, um, has mm-hmm. um, and of course if anybody who doesn't know tell them why this is going on
0: oh because they're they have a the, okay i get mad even talking about it they have a, a spokesperson who is a man pretending to be a woman and she's bragging that that he, she's, I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, um, <clears throat> he is bragging that he's been a girl for a total, the total of a year now, and he's a sp- spokesperson for a uh, for Bud Light. Exactly. But uh, Bill and I have a new favorite beer. Not that we we don't drink much beer, but no, but we usually don't. have some in the back fridge, um, and that that would be Yangling. And uh, Yangling is a uh, it's an American beer. It's the oldest brewery in the United States, and it's a it's family owned. And the current president is Mister Yangling.
1: Yeah, it's a private company, family owned. The oldest Did you mentioned that the oldest brewery mm-hmm. the
0: oldest yeah. oldest brewery. And f- and so when this whole you know Bud Light thing came blew up, <laughs> we we said, well, okay, not that we, we we didn't drink Bud Light anyway, but but still, we. We did some research and we found Yangling,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and um, we tested it, and it's very, very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what's in our refrigerator. Yeah.
1: Well, Bud Light. You know what happened is they hired this babe, Alyssa Heinerscheid. Heinersheed. Alyssa Heinersheed was her name. Who did this? Uh, Bud Anheuser Busch followed, or hired rather, Alyssa Heinersheed recently. Uh, who, as director of marketing for Bud Light? Oh, that's right, that's right. And she said, "Oh, Bud Light, that's just for NASCAR people." And mm-hmm. and the you know she's been never been to a NASCAR. I guarantee you, she's mm-hmm. never been.
0: To a, a, and she doesn't like people. A boxing who do, match. She doesn't like people who do go to NASCAR oh, races. Oh no,
1: of course not. So we we have to improve our brand. So the <laughs> first thing she does is bring in this guy who claims to be a woman. Um, well, uh, she she was fired after Bud Light. You know, after this disastrous thing mm-hmm. of Bud Light. Um, in fact, I, I... Well, that's our woke alert.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, Budweiser's trying to be woke. I thought it was very appropriate.
1: Yeah, well, I've, I've got it for Fox News. So uh, okay. that's that woke alert is coming up. <laughs> okay. But uh, that's a little teaser for you. <laughs> okay. uh, but it's good. It, it applies to Bud Light as well. Alyssa Heiner, Heiner-sheed, uh who was, who was the Bud... She recently hired as Bud Light's Director of Marketing who, you know, hates NASCAR, hates, you know, football, I'm sure. Uh, I've never been to a boxing match, I guarantee you. She She's the one who said, oh, let's hire this trans guy uh, to prance around and advertise Bud Light. Well, she was fired, of course, I mean, when she destroyed the brand. I actually met her the, the other day at McDonald's. She, <laughs> she asked me, you want fries with that? But, you
0: uh, know... <laughs> you like that huh? I do like that but the, not only I, yeah, you know, we, we don't we don't we don't uh, uh, practice practice this stuff in advance n- no she didn't know I was <laughs> going to say that
2: but I, you know
1: Anheuser-Busch pedals Budweiser and Bud Light and other Bud brands but the, you know a lot of people don't know some brands you might not know that they, they sell and you might want to reconsider buying Michelob Natural Light
0: yeah yeah. it surprised me that mm-hmm. they own Michelob
1: mm-hmm. Corona Mm-hmm. Cor- they own Corona you think it's a Mexican beer they own yeah, Corona
0: I did. yeah it surprises me
1: Beck's you think it's a German beer it's, right. probably, it's made in Germany but it's owned by Bud Light Stella Artois mm-hmm. which is Czechoslovakian or something I don't remember but no, again Dutch or something it's owned by Bud Light Kona supposed to be Hawaiian beer right. I think it's made in Hawaii but it's owned by Bud Light Landshark wow. Modelo wow. Think, it's own, I think it's owned Mexican. by a Mexican company no it's owned by Anheuser-Busch wow. Rolling Rock Johnny Appleseed, I think that's a uh, cider, or mm. fortified cider. Shock Top is a fortified cider. So they, they own those. They own a bunch of others that I never heard of. But uh, I will tell you this, that uh, that uh, Camp Lejeune bottled water has passed Bud Light in <laughs> monthly sales now. <laughs> so that tells you where that's going. Uh, Alice and I heard a, a Mr. Wonderful, Kevin Leary, Kevin O'Leary. Uh, from Shark Tank, TV show Shark Tank. And uh, he had some uh, rather an interesting perspective on the whole Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch fiasco.
5: Well, Bud Light um, has become the poster boy for brand mismanagement from multiple perspectives. So let, let me lay it out for you, because th- these th- the discussions that have arisen, and the narrative that's arisen around Bud Light... Is probably a good lesson for every CEO in every sector of the economy. Number one, it highlights the power of social media. This this issue went viral in 48 hours. Yeah. And most often when an issue goes viral like that, it burns out in another 48 hours. But that's not what happened here. The story and narrative changed to sales. And so people that did not like the message, regardless of where you stand on these social issues or gender narrative or whatever, they took it out by basically boycotting the product mm. immediately. Yeah. And switching preference to other brands that did not make them get involved in this issue. Now, if you're trying to manage that and trying to learn something from it, and I certainly talked to all my CEOs about this, because here we are talking about it in its second month. Yeah. This is a nightmare from hell for the brand. You have to ask yourself, in crisis management, what do you do? Because if you go to the other side and try and balance the gender narrative, you're going to get a whole new onslaught of people that don't like that. So when you go into gender narrative on a beer, which is primarily consumed by men... Maybe you should have thought a little bit about that in reading that room. Maybe you should say, well, does this really fit my consumer's psyche and narrative?
1: Well, when we come back from a short break on the Bill and Allison Show, we're going to tell you about how Fox News has gone woke. Gone woke, not only just because they fired Tucker Carlson, but they've been woke for a long time, and we've just discovered that. So when we come back in the break, stay tuned for that bit of news. That's your woke alert. Woke alert. Every for every show, we pick out the some of the worst woke news we can find. And this one, this uh, first one, isn't a funny one. Sometimes it's so it's so out there that it's you just have to laugh and wonder how stupid and crazy people are. But Fox News. quietly quietly enforces woke, pro-transgender workplace policies on its employees, even while it poses as a critical source of news about transgenderism. Uh, It's been uh, a news outlet called The Daily Signal uncovered Fox News' handbook for employees, and it says that transgender rights require that all... Employees at Fox News accept people's sex change claims, gender claims, without any, quote, transphobic disagreements, complaints, or appeals to science. Fox News is telling its employees this. Under the category of gender transition, Fox employees' handbook promises that the company is dedicated to, quote, expanding and strengthening efforts to sustain a more inclusive work environment. Quote, Again, from Fox News Employees Handbook. Quote, employees who are transitioning their gender have the right to be open about their transition if they so choose and to work in an environment free of harassment, discrimination, or retaliation, which, you know, you can agree with. Of course, you don't want to retaliate or harass people. And with f- fear of consequences or transphobia for living, opening, uh, living openly. Excuse me. For the past several years, Fox received a perfect score on the Human Rights Campaign's Corporate Equality Index, which describes itself as, quote, the nation's foremost benchmarking survey and report measuring corporate policies and practices related to LGBTQ plus workplace equality, unquote. Uh, Fox News frequently mentions this perfect score from this gay, trans pro-transgender group, in employee training manuals. They don't mention it on the air, by the way, but they mention it in employee training manuals. Uh, A former producer for Tucker Carlson said, quote, they want you to think, Fox News, wants you to think it's this place that supports traditionally conservative values and this is a former producer for Tucker now. They want you to think Fox News is a place that supports traditionally conservative values. In reality, they're pushing this nonsense behind the scenes. He said uh, a columnist uh wrote quote Fox got rid of Tucker so they could deliver more pro-transgender conservatism. Wow. Whatever pro-transgender conservatism <laughs> you know, Well it's it's like a lot of Republicans, rhinos. They talk yeah. they talk a good game, but when it comes down to actually what they do, it's totally left wing. Okay. Right. Uh and what this columnist said wrote Quote, Fox News is as woke as any corporation they pretend to rail against.
0: Sounds like it. It Sounds like it.
1: And Matt Walsh, a columnist at the Daily Wire, uh, said that Fox News is fully woke on trans ideology. I have been personally blacklisted from appearing on the network because of my stance on transgenderism. This is confirmed, and I've heard it off the record from Fox producers. Well, uh, well, you you see yeah. a lot
0: a lot, lot of people that used to be on Fox News, mm-hmm. either as guests mm-hmm. or guest mm-hmm. hosts or that sort that sort of thing. All of a sudden, I think whatever happened to you know Joe Blow? Yeah, I'm not going to name names, but right. uh, exactly. You know, whatever happened to so and so? If you think about
1: the people you used to see on Fox News, if you still watch Fox News, I but uh, you well, wonder what you know. Oh yeah, that guy. Whatever happened to him? Whatever happened to her?
2: Hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: No. And we haven't watched Fox News since Tucker was off the month, right? I haven't. I, I watched have. it
0: once this week.
1: Yeah, and we used to watch it every day. Exactly. We used to watch Fo- you, uh, Tucker I and to, Hannity. Yeah, I, and, I
0: used to watch it as as a matter of fact, I had had this exercise routine that that I would not start until I had watched Tucker, yeah. or, or else unless I could do it totally before Tucker. Yeah. Well, Matt
1: Walsh continued to say. Tucker fought behind the scenes against my blacklisting and even managed to have me on a few times over the past year but now that he's gone there is no stopping Fox's march leftward and now there is zero daylight between Fox and MSNBC on the trans issue.
2: Mm.
1: You know, I think Fox needs to get the full bud light treatment quite frankly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. glad we don't pay for it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's uh, we have it but we have a uh, we got we got rid of uh, Dish and got uh, Sling TV. We pay forty five bucks a month instead of what a hundred and
0: 130 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, have we talked about Target? I know we were. We, haven't we talked about we, Target today. No, we were planning to. No,
1: oh, I know. Well, that's yeah. in the six hours of material that we have to cover <laughs> <laughs> in two hours. Well, uh, uh, Josh Alexander was arrested. This uh, let's see when was he arrested? This past Wednesday. May twenty. no, okay, two weeks ago this past Wednesday. Anyway, he's a sixteen year old follower of Christ. He wasn't at a bar when he was arrested. He was handing out Bibles at a protest in Canada.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, there was a, a a riot, basically, and he was just standing there handing out Bibles to calm people down. Nobody there, at the, the rioters were arrested, but he was the one who ended up in handcuffs. Uh, he yeah, uh, said Ca-
0: that... Canada is really leftist. It
1: is. Really. He said, well, that's the future of America, unless we do something mm-hmm. about it. Uh, he wrote in a tweet that the police said his views were, quote, too inflammatory to express.
0: I think we are more free than, more rebellious than Canadians.
1: Yeah, I think we are. They they're, they're pretty much roll over and do exactly. whatever the government says, it's, except
0: for those truckers. That's, yeah, that's
1: right. And you know what Trudeau did to the truckers who protested his lockdown? Mm. Yes, I do. He, he, yeah. You know, well, for, for those who don't know, he seized their bank accounts.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that's what they're going to do when they have, uh, uh, if they get central bank digital currency, they'll be able to seize anybody's bank account. And, you know, you go to you, you go find out you don't have any money uh, because the government has taken it away. If if they don't like your views, or if they do something, or you do something they don't like uh jason josh alexander was suspended from his catholic high school for rejecting transgender bathrooms suspended from his catholic high school Mm -hmm. for rejecting transgender bathrooms and saying there are only two sexes Mm sexes and he tried to attend school despite his suspension and he was arrested wow he was a 16 year old arrested for trying to go to school i've never heard of that Uh, well it's you know that's canada Uh, Okay, turning to Britain, since this is our Woke Alert section on the Bill and Allison Show on the Hill Country Patriot, your information station.
3: I love America. It's an amazing place. And do you know what I've come to realize, right? Americans, you basically do everything that we do, but you do it bigger, and you do it better. Like, we have stupid people here. But your stupid people are world-class. And that is not me saying, oh, all Americans are stupid. No, America also has the smartest people on the planet. What I'm saying is that when America does stupid, you do stupid. Like our village idiot is in a park shouting at clouds.
4: Yours is president.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Turning, as we say, turning to Britain. Regulators in Britain have banned a Christian teacher from teaching for life for one time misquote misgendering a student once. Wow. Wow. Joshua Sutcliffe, 33 years old, formerly of the Cherwell School at Oxford, he failed to use the so-called preferred pronoun of a girl student who identified as a boy, and so the teaching regulating, uh, regulation authority of Britain said that that amounted to not providing the student with, quote, dignity and respect. And what happened was he praised a group of girl students by saying, well done, girls, during a a math lesson. So he was encouraging them, saying, well done, girls. And there was one girl who said she was misgendered because she identifies as a boy, and he was fired and banned for life for te- from teaching.
0: Wow, that's that's, cr- that's crazy. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. So, you crazy. know,
1: you can you know, I, I guess if she uh, identified as Jesus Christ, uh, then she should be called the Messiah before we <laughs> crucify her? Is that what we do? I mean, uh, you know, is is identifying as anything you want? You, you How mature are these adults? I mean, they're as immature as little kids who say, well, I'm not a boy, I'm a girl, if you're our boy. I'm not a boy, I'm a girl. The adults who go along with that are as immature as they are. Mm -hmm. I mean, thank God my parents didn't take me seriously when I said I was a pirate. (laughs) They would have cut off my leg and put on a peg leg and poked out my eye and gave me an eye patch. I mean, really? (laughs) Really? These parents, so-called parents, are as immature as as their children. And, you know, this idea you can change your gender, you can change whatever you want about yourself, uh, is just beyond belief.
6: I went to the bank today, and um, they didn't um, respect my new identity. You know, I'm a white man. I identify as a white man. You know, when I woke up this morning, I decided to change my identity and um everybody else would get to you know it worked for every it worked for everybody else and so i changed my identity this morning to a white man 40 year old white man okay uh, with good credit with a credit score of 800 and uh a partner at a law firm i never i never really went to law school but i identify as a lawyer um and uh, I was trying to get a loan from the bank for a million dollars. I told them, you know, my net worth was, I identify as a wealthy white man. And the bank told me that I falsified my documents. How can you say I falsified my documents when that's what I identify as? As a white man, I've been, I decided I've been white all my life. I'm really not that black. If you look at me, you like I'm not that black, right? You know, I'm like, and um, and then they said my credit score was 599. No, it's not. my My credit score is 800. Okay, because that's part of my identity. Good credit is part of my identity, and I just don't think it's fair that everybody else gets to change their identity, and then I can't even get away with it. The bank won't give me a loan. I identify as a lawyer. I went to the law firm, you know, and they told me to get out. Like I identify as a partner of this law firm. You are you are not going to tell me to leave, and I was escorted out. And um, I, I just I I'm, I'm gonna just go back to being black.
1: <laughs> go there. Do you know his name?
0: I
6: don't know
1: the man's name. No, I don't. He's a comic, though. Yeah, he's a, you know, he's a comedian. Good, but did, I thought that did, stuff is is right on. I, I know. Did, yes. do,
0: have we talked about Target yet? No, we have not talked about Target. Why, why don't we? Well, go ahead. Well, okay, one thing that I have is, is they're, they're p- pulling some of their LGBTQ merchandise from their pride collection. D- did you realize that Target had a pride collection?
1: Yeah, I've been reading about that. They, yeah. uh, they're they doing the, the Gay Pride. This is another woke corporation that we... Uh, won't be going to thank thankfully there's no no target around uh around hill country, In hill country. I know, but, no yeah.
0: i don't know the closest one would be san antonio
1: yeah so we boycotted target for years because there isn't one around <laughs> 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 yeah but they they had actually partnered with a uh satanist organization now they didn't promote the Satanist I think it was, parts.
0: No, no i don't think it was an organization i think it was a, a, a an artist who was a satanist okay
1: well, I partnered with a guy who was a Satanist, right? Right. And uh, to produce these these items, uh, sell these items, they, right. they weren't. I won't. I don't. Say that they were. Sa- they weren't Satanist items, but the guy right. who the right. guy who made well, was, was was a promotes them, Yeah, and uh, or is a Satanist, and uh, but they're promoting all this gay gay stuff uh, to kids, and uh, they got a big bash, backlash on it. And first they first they had it at the front of the stores, and then they moved it to the back. <laughs> they moved to 30 feet thinking that's going to help <laughs> and uh then now apparently they've taken it all down they they woke up as it were
0: yeah yeah well, well, well we're talking about products um peloton which probably everybody came to know during um covid um they had a big campaign to get people to buy their their exercise bikes uh, during COVID, since people couldn't go to gyms, um, but they're trying to rebrand themselves as a fitness company for everyone rather than just a fancy in-home bike maker for rich people. Um, so it's also it has refreshed its app and introduced new pricing tiers, including a free option. What on earth that means, I have no idea. I mean, how you can use their bike for free, I don't, I don't have a clue.
1: Well, it could be a trial period or something like that.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't know, Try it in the store. So are
1: they going down the drain, too? Peloton?
0: Well, it sort of sounds like it. If, you know, when you change your, your marketing campaign, that is a mm-hmm. sign, generally an indication of something wrong.
1: Hmm. hmm. Yeah. I guess Peloton's pretty expensive, isn't it? I mm-hmm. mean, is it like a monthly fee to have the
0: oh, is it, TV screen? Oh, that's right. Or? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we just have a, a you know, a plain old exercise bike. Yeah. And mm-hmm. And we have a... TV screen that's hooked up to, to <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever's whatever. on TV. Yeah, uh, exactly. You know, whatever uh, we have.
1: Well, this uh, past, uh, earlier this month, uh, there was a uh, shareholders' meeting of Berkshire Hathaway. And if you don't know, uh, Warren Buffett is the uh, chairman of Berkshire Hathaway. I believe that's his title now. Well, there's a shareholder. Who, got, who has a legal right to be there. I mean, as a shareholder in the company. I mean, he's the part owner of the company. Uh, yeah, he,
0: I, think, I think even if you own, like, one share of something, you can show up at, at a yeah, shareholder meeting. Yeah, you have the right meeting. to
1: speak mm-hmm. and vote. Uh, well, he got up and challenged the affiliation of Warren Buffett with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation mm. and... He pointed out Bill Gates' association with Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. If you remember Jeffrey Epstein, he was convicted in Florida for, for, convicted for procuring a child for prostitution and soliciting a prostitute. He supposedly committed suicide in a New York jail while facing charges for sex trafficking. Um, You know, there's, Three things that don't hang themselves: it's <laughs> Christmas decorations, drywall, and Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> uh, but this fella at the shareholders meeting, Peter Flaherty, who's the chairman of the National Legal and Policy Center. Uh,
0: I think I know. I think I know, used to know him. Really? I didn't. see Dallas did, doesn't did, know what stories I'm going to. Did, gonna did, did you? No, no. I,
1: did I did I know Peter Flurry? It sounds familiar, but I I don't know if I may. I probably no, knew him. It's
0: been years, but it's been oh my years. Oh yeah. Well, he got up. He probably wouldn't remember me. <laughs> he
1: he got up. Well, you're a famous radio personality. Of course, he knows you. Uh, but he said that uh, about Warren Buffett. He said, out loud at the shareholders' meeting, he's donated tens of billions of dollars to the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, uh, and Bill Gates said. Basically, half our resources have come from Warren Buffett. So Bill Gates said half of the resources of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation have come from Warren Buffett. Well, the gate. This is what Peter Flaherty said publicly at the shareholders meeting of Berkshire Hathaway. The Gates found quote the Gates Foundation bankrolls the teaching of critical race theory around the country, which critical race theory is that white people are responsible for every problem there is. Uh, that's a, a thumbnail sk- sketch of a critical race theory. Okay, going back to Flaherty, he said, "quote, including that math is inherently racist." By the way, uh, Flaherty said at the shareholders meeting, "quote, the Gates Foundation offers a gender identity toolbox, which asserts that gender is the result of quote socially and culturally constructed ideas." Okay, it's not, it's not, you know what what sex you're born with, it's whatever you decide you want to do. Uh, it's It's socially and culturally constructed. okay? And Peter Flaherty' continuing at the corporate meeting of Berkshire Hathaway said publicly now, in front of Warren Buffett, "This is a lie. Gender is not a cultural construct. It is a genetic and biological fact. And he was then interrupted by a Berkshire Hathaway representatives. And had to plead to the chair, even though he had plenty. He, he was still within his allotted time, to be allowed to continue. And they allowed him to continue. So he said, quote, we know how much Bill Gates cares about children. <laughs> <laughs> he met and traveled with Jeffrey Epstein many times after Epstein was convicted of sex crimes. Uh, uh, the... Uh, <laughs> it just reminds me of a Babylon B story. I'm going to get back to this Berkshire Hath- Hathaway story in a minute, but it reminds me of a Babylon B story that said uh, G- Giselle Maxwell, who was uh, the procurer for Jeffrey Epstein of, of underage children uh, for perverse episode, um, enterprise that he ran. Uh, the Babylon B ran a story. It said Giselle Maxwell, instead of naming the politicians. Uh, who were um, friends and participated with Jeffrey Epstein and went to his parties and his private island and all that and did all sorts of unspeakable things. Uh, Babylon Bee said instead of instead of her naming the politicians, uh, she said that would be way too too many names. She's just going to name the ones that weren't there. <laughs> <laughs> Franklin Graham wasn't there. <laughs> that's about it.
0: <laughs> Very short. Yeah, anyway, going
1: short. on with this with this story. Uh, Peter Flaherty said, uh, again publicly at the at the Berkshire Hathaway meeting, and I'll wrap this up. The Gates Foundation may be the largest single donor to the dark money machine known as Arabella Associates. It funds causes like defunding the police that are making American cities unlivable. And at this point, Warren Buffett, even though the man Peter still had time to speak, he declared from the stage, "You cross the boundary." and ordered security guards to grab him and escorted him from the room. He was arrested and charged with trespassing at wow. his own shareholders meeting.
0: Wow. He just That sounds like the Peter Flaherty that I knew. <laughs> Is that right? Well, I didn't know you knew. Well, I, I i could be totally wrong. I mean, it could be a very common name, but I, I believe I did. Well, I
1: think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, the, it did sound familiar to me, and the name of his organization um, sounded to, uh, familiar to okay. me, too. Uh, National Legal and Policy Center, yeah. when we, were, we used to work mm-hmm. in Washington, mm-hmm. Alice and I, so we got to know we, some of these we, people.
0: We hung out with people like that.
1: Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so he was arrested for being at a shareholders meeting and saying things that Warren Buffett didn't like. Well, the arrest of this shareholder, Peter Flaherty, apparently for even mentioning Jeffrey Epstein in connection with Bill Gates and Warren Buffett, that was coinciding with a series of Wall Street Journal articles exploring epstein's calendar and a trove of epstein's emails and other documents the wall street journal revealed numerous epstein meetings with high profile contacts high, names you would know we, do, we know bill clinton was part of this mm-hmm. i mean it's been proven there law these but these all of these top level officials in the us government and other governments uh, the prince andrew of england for example you know well known photo of him with an underage girl at an Epstein party. But he, the Wall Street Journal, revealed numerous meetings with high-ranking politicians long after Epstein served time for soliciting a child prostitute and was a registered sex offender. Yet Bill Clinton and the rest of these people palled around with him, um, a lot because of money. Uh, Represented in Epstein's calendar and emails are such people as William Burns, director of the CIA, Bill Gates, Jess Saley, who's former Barclays CEO, the co-founder of LinkedIn, Reid Hoffman, Larry Summers, former Harvard University president, Woody Allen, doesn't surprise me, Woody Allen, right? Noam Chomsky, who's a leftist MIT linguistics professor, among other people. So, obviously, many high-ranking politicians, office holders, many high-ranking megacorporation leaders, were ensnared by a child sex trafficker or participated in the crime. So there's a lot more to this Epstein story. We'll probably never know what it is. Uh, the uh, again the Babylon B <laughs> Babylon Bee said that uh, Donald Trump was able to hide a lot of his uh, documents from the uh, when the FBI did the SWAT team because he told them that they were. They were part of uh, Jeffrey Epstein's diary, <laughs> and they said, "Oh, well, there's nothing to see here." <laughs> uh, four billionaires have been subpoenaed uh, in a lawsuit filed uh, by the in, by the U.S. Virgin Islands uh, against uh, J.P. Morgan Chase because uh, they say, "Okay, the U.S. Virgin Islands, the Attorney General of the U.S. Virgin Islands, where where Epstein had his what they call a pleasure island." Claims that, that J.P. Chase ma- materially aided Epstein in his child sex trafficking scheme. And who's been subpoenaed so far? Google co-founder Sergi Brin, Hyatt Hotel CEO Thomas Pritzker, the owner of U.S. News and World Report Mortimer Zuckman, and Michael Ovitz, who's a big deal in Hollywood. Uh, so they're, they're saying J.P. Morgan Chase bankrolled Epstein's pedophilia ring. Okay. Now, J.P. Morgan Chase is known for c- canceling the accounts of conservative and religious groups. Uh, so the bank maintained its financial relationship with Epstein until 2013, long after he was convicted of sex crimes, yet recently canceled the accounts of such groups as the National Committee for Religious Freedom. Uh, so their, their claimed diversity and inclusion policy for J.P. Morgan Chase apparently includes pedophiles but excludes
0: Christian groups. So... So
1: you know, you got to wonder about Epstein. He was a former school teacher. How did he become a billionaire? I
0: didn't know he was a school. Yeah, he's teacher. a former school teacher. I didn't
1: know that. What was the source of his wealth? Wow. Was he Was he paid for providing women or underage girls to his friends? I was he a so. blackmailer? We know he was a blackmailer. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so. you know, and it's this his death, so-called suicide. Uh, it's take It's now three and a half years in counting that it's under investigation by the Justice Department. Wow. Yeah. Um, And how is it that nearly all major corporate heads and influential members of society has simultaneously gone woke? Wall Street Journal asked this question. Quote, could it be that whoever controlled Jeffrey Epstein, it's interesting, Mm -hmm. whoever controlled Jeffrey Epstein sets the agenda through the use of blackmail, directing these corporate heads and other leaders to convert to wokeness? while steering their philanthropy to designated ends, including the funding of critical race theory and the gay agenda? In other words, is our capitalist class controlled by whoever oversaw Epstein's 30-year entrapment and blackmail operation? Hmm. And finishing up with the uh, uh, Wall Street Journal. Oh, this is actually from um, Mises.org. In addition to revealing the moral rot that has permeated the U.S. establishment, the Epstein connections also show... That those who claim the woke moral high ground and impose woke policies on the rest of us are perhaps the most corrupted people on the face of the earth. Uh, that was written. That part was written by Michael Rechtenwald, whom we hope to have on the show quite soon. Uh, if you haven't read C.S. Lewis's Space Trilogy, you should. It it's it predicted wokeness many years ago, decades ago. Uh, and there are three books in it. If you don't want to read three books. Uh, read the last one called "That Hideous Strength," and uh, you know we, in, in, in Ephesians it says we fight not against. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. We 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 fight against evil in high places, uh, demonic forces. And uh, another book I highly recommend is Frank Peretti's "This Present Darkness," which makes that really clear, really clear about. Who is, who is opposing us and who we're fighting? They're not, you know, they're not just uh, ordinary human beings. There's a, a satanic agenda. And uh, it's, as Alice and I worked in Washington, as, as we've said, for a lot of years. And we worked for the U.S. Congress, and she worked for the Vice President of the United States. And I worked uh, in, uh, as a congressional investigator. There's a lot of things that uh, are very, very frightening. Uh, that uh, never make the news media because the news media is, is part of it. And uh, someday we'll talk a little more about that. But we're running out of time, aren't we, Allison?
0: Yes, we are. Um, we
1: just have a couple more minutes. Yeah, Buddy Brown did a did a beautiful tribute to Memorial Day, which is coming up Monday, and I thought we should end our show with that.
4: Look, as we're heading into Memorial Day, y'all... I want to make sure that your hamburger buns do not come from Target and your beer do not come from Bud Light. While they may not be poison to your body, they are absolutely poison to your country. I feel like we've entered into the last phase of America now, which is we all grew up on everything being American just being natural. And then everything American was more seldom. Now we actually have to go out of our way to find that feeling again. Left-wing hatred for this country and the success and the happiness that we've earned is so great now that we have to go out of our way to shut it out. I had something pop in my head this morning I really wanted to share with y'all, and it's this. On Memorial Day, we celebrate those troops and we honor them who gave their lives and they fought to protect the American spirit. And while we may have the right to disagree, we have to maintain that all for one, one for all spirit, or we are nothing. I'm sure all your life you've heard, just like I've heard, that America was founded on the right to disagree. And that's true. But nowadays, I feel like people are teaching that America's founders, their whole idea was that you could do whatever the hell you want. I'm sorry, that's called anarchy. And our fallen troops did not lay down their lives so that you could do whatever the hell you want. Or for woke ideology, for the few mentally ill to feel good at the expense of the rest of us. I had a long conversation with a buddy of mine Tuesday night for about an hour. He did three tours overseas and he said, buddy, you know, I'll tell you one thing. I'm as red, white, and blue as you could possibly get. But my buddies overseas who didn't make it back, they laid their lives down for Americans who understand how beautiful it is to be part of this country. They didn't do it for people who go out of their way to cause division. They didn't do it for people who go out of their way to mislead children or for people who bring nonstop angry political stances into peaceful American lives. Biden would have you believe that our troops overseas are fighting for the right for a 12-year-old to mutilate themselves. And that's why they're enlisted. I'm sorry, Biden. That ain't how it works. This new platform from the left that leads to death because sin leads to death There's more broken homes, more broken families, more teenagers depressed than ever. There's more prescription drugs out there and all the abuse that follows that. There's more suicide, there's more violence, there's more anger. It ain't working. This is not America, this is poison. As we remember our fallen veterans this weekend, y'all, remember they didn't die for poison, they died for America. My boys had about 12 friends over this weekend because they're out of school now. And all they did for 27 hours was fish, ride four wheelers, play wiffle ball, uh, eat nine boxes of pizza. That's America. That's the real America that I know and love. And it's only possible when the troops keep evil at bay all around the world, especially right here. I'd say most importantly, right here. However, now evil has gotten in the back door. It's already here. So fight it off by raising good kids, keeping high standards, and not supporting evil companies that hate our way of life. Talk to your kids, especially on Monday, about what Memorial Day is, and you know, just let them understand that it ain't an extra day to play video games. It ain't an extra day to grill hamburgers or lay by the pool. That stuff is awesome, but it's the time to give respect where respect is due. I truly believe those American soldiers up there in heaven, they ain't smiling every time a kid walks into Target and gets indoctrinated.